Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. Warning, this may be a single ladies vent session. Oh boy. I okay. mean, All right. hang if, on. Let me put on my glasses so that I can be the official therapist. Okay. You ready for this? All right. All right. I'm ready. All right. You ready? You uh, sure? We're all ready. Because for the first part of this podcast, let's take a trip to Walgreens, a CVS, and let's kick over all of those Valentine oh. art displays. Ew. And Okay. All Do right. You, I, I feel better now. Can I ask you a question? I'm not really going to kick over all that stuff. As a, as a, as a woman... <laughs> Do you like all the heart-shaped candy stuff and the heart-shaped jewelry that is uh, everywhere this time of year? I I don't mind heart-shaped jewelry. Some okay. of it, some of it gets a little cheesy, but I like I like all the girly stuff, so I don't mind. And okay. I'll, the candy is my friend, so <laughs> no matter what kind of box no, it comes but in, but it is. Right. I will admit, when you are in a season of singleness. And Valentine's Day rolls around that when you see all of the heart stuff, you do feel like going to the Walgreens and to the grocery store yeah. and stuff and kicking over the whole display. Um, not that I've ever done that. I, I really haven't. But I'm just saying it does make you feel a, a certain type of way. You have a tendency to feel a little bit of... Um, Left out. Reg- yeah. <laughs> um, and And I remember, now I've been married for a long time. Mm-hmm. I've been married over 20 years. And I do remember when I was single, there was this, I don't know, this perceived thing of like, you're deficient because you're single right now. Oh my You don't goodness. have somebody to throw the cheesy heart ca- heart-shaped candy at or the roses or whatever. Listen, okay. And I had to reject that. I really yeah. had to work at that. Okay, so true story about... Seven years ago, I was newly divorced, Mm -hmm. and one of my friends asked what I was going to do for Valentine's that particular year. And I said, you know, I'm going to fix a nice dinner for me and my boys. I got them Valentine's Day gifts, and we're going to have a nice dinner in, and I was so super excited. And I finally gotten to the point that I was comfortable in the season I was in. Right. And she was like, oh, what? so that's what you're going to do? Like, wouldn't you like to be spending Valentine's with a special someone? I could hook you up. You're going to be spending Valentine's with your kids? And I'm just thinking, wow. Like, uh, And I'm not going to lie. It made me feel so small. Like, yeah, the- wow, just because you are not spending that day with a romantic someone. <laughs> like, right. I felt... I don't know. That whole comment of <laughs> I can hook you up. Yes. That that would bother me like, because girl, like, let me help you. Well, the thing <laughs> is here she is, she's saying that Valentine's Day is supposed to be this special evening and it's supposed to be very meaningful. And I'm gonna find just somebody that you can spend the evening with. That's not special. That's not romantic. That's <sighs> that's pressure. Okay. That's but, a lot of pressure. But okay. And being a Christian, let me just tell you, when you are single. Being a Christian, I think, and this is just my opinion before I get hate mail, but being a Christian and being single is sometimes harder because you have Christians who tell you, you just have the love of Christ. You should just be happy loving Christ. Be happy in Christ. You don't need anybody. Just be happy in that. And then you have, you know, the other end of the spectrum, like 
my homegirl trying mm-hmm. to hook me up with somebody. So you are battling the people who tell you be happy in Christ. And then you have your friends who are constantly trying right. to hook you up. So this is my thing. First of all, um, don't hook me up unless I ask you to. Right. <laughs> Quit trying to hook up your single friends unless they specifically want you to hook them up because, y'all, I can tell you some stories. Uh, secondly, can we not be happy in Christ and want a partner here on earth? Absolutely was going to say Why is that so bad? They are not mutually exclusive. They oh my aren't. goodness. But I'm going to be honest. There have been so many, and I'm not saying that there is anything wrong with wanting your single friends to be happy in Christ, to be happy exactly. in the season they're in. I want, if you are a single person listening, I want you to be happy and find that happiness within yourself. I want right. you to find that happiness in Christ. But if you happen to want a partner, there is nothing wrong with that. That's absolutely you. You are one hundred percent right. Well, I have been made to feel so many times that it is wrong to want a partner. If you have Jesus, you shouldn't want anybody else. What? <laughs> See, and that's that doesn't. There's there's nothing scripturally that says that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do understand the viewpoint when they say to be satisfied with what your relationship with Jesus brings to you. I oh, got totally. that. I oh, totally yes, get yes. that. Oh, absolutely. And and yes, there have been times when I was single, I have to think way, way back, <laughs> but there were times when I just wanted a hug. I just oh wanted that person to look me in the eye and say, I get it. I understand you. I love you. And hug there was a time where it's just like, that's all I want. I just want a hug. You want a hug. Honey, let me tell you how bad my day was. Can I put yes. my head on your shoulder? Right. <laughs> and and yes, I was also at that time kind of satisfied with being a single guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, God had taught me a lot, and that's a whole nother conversation, but I was finding contentment, like you said, in the season where I was at. Mm-hmm. And I love Jesus, and I my relationship was growing at that time, and the discovery of Scripture and everything was awesome. But I still wanted someone else in my life to share with, and I battled that. And I had a, a wonderful uh, pastor friend said, "Look, these are not mutually exclusive. You can love Jesus and be satisfied and happy in your Christianity, and also be like, hey, God." I've got this prayer. I would love to have somebody, um, the right somebody to share my life with. Did the Bible not say, who, he who finds a wife finds a what? A good thing. Yes. <laughs> and that's in there for a reason, right? But, but seriously, though, when I became single, first of all, I didn't want to. I didn't leave my marriage without a fight. Right. I did not want to be single, but it happened. And I feel like for a lot of us, there are different stages of singleness. It's first, okay, denial that it's happening. Okay. Right. Uh-uh, I'm not getting divorced. Okay, this is where I am. Then it's the loneliness. You have to adjust 
to mm-hmm. being by yourself again. Mm-hmm. You go through stages. It's you're grieving. You're grieving that yeah. loss of companionship right. and so many other things that come along with a marriage. So you're grieving all of that. But then finally you figure out, okay, I can do this. I can make it. I can put the pieces of my life back yeah. together. And for me, it took a little bit, but I did grow closer right. to Jesus because I realized I was putting my identity into my marriage and other things. Yes. So I did grow closer to Jesus in my singleness. I learned to live with Jess because I think a lot of times if you are that person that feels like, you have to have somebody. You have to have somebody. Well, first of all, you need to learn how to live with yourself. Yeah. Because if you can't live with you, nobody else can. That's true. But once you get through all of those stages, when you build that relationship with Christ and it's grounded and you are secure in who you are, there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting companionship. Right. There's nothing wrong with wanting another human being to love and to love you. And I just wish as a Christian community that your first go-to to to tell (laughs) Christian singles is to just be happy in Christ. Yes. Now, if you know somebody who is single and who is still searching or who is still searching for that relationship with Christ or who is still new in Christ, then of course, help them to nurture that relationship. Find out how you can help them um, in their walk with Christ. But don't, like, dig a little deeper. Don't let that just be your go-to. Do you know what I'm saying? Put forth the effort. Yes. I hear a couple things in what you're saying, and you reminded me of something that I went through. Uh, First of all, the time that God uses when there is something that you we perceive as bad, like a tragic, like a divorce, a, a bad time in your life. Mm-hmm. God uses that to grow us and to heal us so that we can be helpful to others. Yeah. And that's the first thing. And and that takes time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes a lot of time. And that leads to something that you, you were saying, the stages you go through. One of the stages I went through is I have to find somebody else right now. Oh, my I goodness. I have got to. I am not going to be happy Unless you see, I'm there's something I, I gotta have. I gotta have somebody else. Mm. And personally, uh, after my divorce, and I felt <laughs> that I had healed and that I was coming around and I was in pretty good shape, I started dating somebody. Mm-hmm. And we dated for about a year and a half. A real good friend of mine said, Hey, how's it going? And in my explanation of the relationship, I use things like, I feel that we're doing this. I see our relationship as that. And I, 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 I. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, Seth, you're being really selfish. And it cut me to the quick. I'm like, what do you mean? You asked me how I thought the relationship was going. I am telling you. He said, not one in this relationship or in this explanation. Have you given any understanding of what her perception is of this relationship? You're being selfish. And what I realized is that in that stage, I was so concerned that I had to have somebody in my life. I had to be dating. I had to have that stability, if you will, that I was being selfish and not considering her point of view. We had had the conversation, I don't intend to get married. 
I'm this is a dating situation. We're mm-hmm. we're dating. I'm I'm not really in the m- married mindset. But the more that I spent my time with her, and if I wasn't going to marry her, then I'm robbing her of the opportunity to meet the great guy that she is going to marry. Yeah. And I was robbing myself of the time that I would meet the woman that I was going to marry. I was being selfish. Yeah. And we have a tendency to get stuck in that stage of, I have to find somebody. And you don't. You have to let God work on you, get you to the place where now you're ready. And you know what? There are times when some of us, a, a cousin of mine, never got remarried. He found real peace being single. And some people do. Yes. Some and he was good that. with it. And that's fine. You know what? It's not a one size fits all. No, it's this, not. This single life, this relationship. It's not one size fits all. And to what you're saying with needing somebody, I feel like it is trial and error when you first become single, especially after divorce. Because. What do you mean? Well, once I, when I got divorced, I dated when the ink was barely dry on the papers. Right. And I let one of my friends hook me up on a double date with uh-huh. her and her husband. Right. And I felt like, okay, I just need to put myself back out there. It took me going on that date to realize, hold on, slow your roll, take some time for yourself. Right. And I think... Some of us make that mistake when we first become single after a divorce is because we're so used to having someone. We're used right. to having that companionship. We don't know how to not be with someone. We don't know how right. to be single yet. How to be comfortable just yourself. Just ourselves. Yep. So I felt like, okay, I just need to get back out there. And then it took me having that date to realize, okay, I need to take a step back and really be single, work on Jess, work on my relationship with Christ, and see what God has next for me in my life. Because I know in this moment, this right. ain't it, and he definitely ain't <laughs> it. <laughs> so. Sorry, dude, if you're out there listening. <laughs> I mean. But, but see, but that's being honest and good to other people. Yeah. You know, if you're not ready and, and you just know, look, this is not the right situation, then I hate to be blunt, but stop wasting everybody else's time. Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting his time. Because if you're not ready, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, you're wasting see, everybody's okay. time. Now that, see, this is a whole nother subject, too. Okay. You know how we oh, hop boy. around. Listen, she's shaking her head and her finger at me at I the same am. time. Okay, so, now listen. Okay. Um, Dating with a purpose, though. Yep. <laughs> there should be a purpose. Yeah. And if you are... Single and dating, make sure you say up front what you want. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to get married, say that and give the person you're dating an option to leave right. or wait to, it out. To accept, <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like this is a business agreement, but accept the terms of the contract, you know? <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing, guys, listen. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you say, hey, listen, Jess, I just want us to date as friends. Maybe we can go to dinner every once in a while, go to a movie every once in a while. If you say that, and yet your actions are you're texting all the time, you're calling and having a lot of time spent, maybe even you have a romantic evening, or maybe you are just staying focused all the time. You're spending a lot of time. Your mouth is saying, 
we're just friends, we're dating casually, your actions are saying, I'm much more interested in a long-term, permanent, romantic relationship. And then we've got expectations for something bigger. Okay, for example, like the story we talked about on Good Morning Radio where the lady meets the dude on one of the dating sites. Um, right. I forget which dating site. Doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're yeah. having a nice dinner. She thinks they're vibing. They're uh-huh. getting along. The dinner is going great. He picks up his phone while they're waiting on their entree to arrive. Strike He's just one. casual, right? Looking at his phone. And she lets that slide, mm. but he has on glasses. Mm-hmm. And through the reflection of his glasses, she Strike notices. One. You're on a dating app. He is while on a date through the dating app while on <sighs> the app. First of all, mm. this is 2021. Let's be honest with each other. Right. Dude, if you weren't feeling the date, if you weren't feeling her, right. then just say that. Like, be honest yeah. with people. I, like, why can't people be honest? I, this is like the frustrating part of dating. Look, there's a whole nother. That's conversation whole, right there. That's, yeah, that, that let, one okay, right there. we'll right just there. let that go. But I'm just saying another time, but ugh, anyway. But, that's the, but this is the thing that, guys, we have a huge responsibility here. And you can say, oh, no, I, I don't have that responsibility. I'm telling you, we do. It is our responsibility. If you say one thing and you do another, you are responsible for her feelings. Hmm. And you have got to be Ooh, honest about this. You cannot say one thing and then do another. And I'm not going to name names, but I have had this conversation with a friend of mine a thousand times. Ooh, tell us how you really feel about it, though. And yet, (laughs) the same thing continues to happen. I love him like a brother. I truly do. But the boy just does not learn. And it's okay. God's working on him. And I'm here to help. Okay. So, bottom line. Yes, this is the month of love. Yes. Um, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. And this is my whole take on February in general. Um, you should be able to celebrate the month of love, whether you are celebrating the love that Christ has for all of us. Um, you should be able to celebrate the love. Um, if you're in a marriage, celebrate that. Yep. Celebrate the joy of your union. Yep. If you are single and if you are loving the season you're in, well, celebrate that. Be happy about it. If you are in a season of singleness and you are just not happy about it, first of all, I pray that you find peace in Jesus. And Mm -hmm. I do pray that you find peace about your season of singleness and try to figure out what Jesus is teaching you while you wait on the one. And also, I want you to know it is totally okay to love Jesus, have peace in him, and still pray for that perfect mate. It is okay. You can have all of those things yep. during the month of February. It, it, I in don't your know. whole life. In your whole life. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. Today's podcast is made possible by the number one Amazon bestseller, Leadership Endurance by Brian Sanders. Inspiring and powerful leadership principles from the greatest leaders of all time, including Lincoln, Grant, Churchill, and FDR. 
Available now at BrianSandersAuthor.com. Proceeds benefit your encouraging Spirit FM and the Positive Alternative Radio family of stations.